Hey everybody, this is Dave. I uh, Well, first of all, I'm recording this on my phone because I can't find Sandra or Katie. <laughs> I don't know where I am. Um, I have some stand-up shows in San Francisco this weekend, the 16th, 17th, and 18th of November. So if you're in the Bay Area, come out. I have a show in Oakland and a couple more um, in SF proper. And they're all listed on my website, DaveToTheRoss.com. D-A-V-E-T-O-T-H-E. R-O-S-S. I'm especially excited about the shows at the Punchline and at the Rusty Nail. So, yeah, I uh, hope to see you out at one of them. And, uh, yeah, let's get to the show. Now entering Nerdist.com. Welcome to the Sex Nerd Sandra Podcast. Whoa, what are these kids doing in here? Hey, if you're under 18, go ask your mom. Now that we're alone, let's start the show. While Dave is eating uh, some wonderful dark chocolate, sea salt, almond stuff that our beautiful guest brought us. Um, Hello, sex nerds. Uh, Sandra Doherty here. Ew. Gross sounds. Stop it, Dave. Why? It doesn't... our Lara Catone is our guest for today, and she brought us an, basically an aphrodisiac for us to enjoy, and he's eating it like. <laughs> no. Well, I want to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> so, you got to suck on it slowly. Okay. I'm here for the pussy. So we're, <laughs> today, I'm so excited. We're going to be talking about arousal. Just like plain old act of just physical, sensual, sexual arousal, getting turned on. Um, so we're just going to talk about last week's episode. For oh. me, <laughs> right with Jaya. Yeah, good lord. Oh god, yeah, good definitely. Lord. We should process that a little bit. But first, what's up? Uh, I know the Amazon wish list has been redonk awesome, and I appreciate everyone who's given uh, stuff. It's like been like, oh, it's so it's so nice to receive love from people in the form of cool things. Like, oh. but I have this, uh, Dave. I have post shave balm and shave gel from a fancy uh, skin company for you from one of my clients slash listeners. No way. Yeah, so that's wow, for that's you. So cool. It probably smells very manly. I've been using yeah. the um, skin, Arbonne skincare stuff that she gave us. And Hell yeah. My stuff. It's, it's very nice. Thank you so anyway, much. Whoever thank you, you are. Anonymous. Thank you. Very, very nice of Client you. person. I'm going to use this <laughs> right now. <laughs> Get the shaving kit. Um, so. Uh, <laughs> to the bathroom. <laughs> no, really, I appreciate all of you out there who um, support us in so many ways. Uh, what if you didn't appreciate them? <laughs> Or just like I yeah. would appreciate this this I, help. I just deserve uh, it. Mm. No, I mean it's. <laughs> I'm great. iTunes comments were really giving. Um, and yeah. People take time to do that. I really appreciate that. Sure. It helps us out a lot. Um, people who give really positive, you know, helpful or constructive pe- feedback. Just I love. Yeah, that. I've got some great uh, criticism emails mm-hmm. lately. That yeah, were like, really helpful. Yeah, but yeah. in a good way. You know, just in a right, not just mean. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, we've talked about this yeah. before. So. Yeah. I uh, yeah, I feel like maybe that ca- could have come across the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, uh any any critique, uh mm-hmm. any compliment or critique is always mm-hmm. good as long as you're not being a dick. Yeah. Be a dick. Man. No, it's always nice to get Be feedback of all kinds. So, anyway, just thank you for being you and sending love our way cuz we like sending love your way in the form of information and jokes mm-hmm. and smiling um and hugs. Sort of. Hugs and high fives. Anyway, Laura, welcome. Hi. Laura Catone, everybody. Am I saying your name right? I think so. Laura Catone. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That name rolls off the tongue. So, Laura Catone. It's like a whole, it's like a self-embodied unit. That's (laughs) not even something. Self-embodied. What does that even mean? It's No, but your parents knew what they were doing when they named you. Yeah, Laura Catone. It just happens. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's a good name. Um, So, Laura was on uh, the stress relief episode with her partner, Will, like a year ago. Right? Whoa! Yeah. Has yeah. It been that long? Yeah. It's so crazy. It's like we're a year exactly older, guys. A year, pretty much. Oh, yeah. Man. Really? Mm-hmm. So you have so much training <laughs> in just human bodies. So just let let us know, like, what have you been up to? What are you about these days? Yeah. Just share. 
Well, probably the biggest thing since last year is I've completed my certification in sexological bodywork or somatic sexology, which is is Mm. quite an intense training. Yeah, what does the training involve? I mean, yeah, Jaya is a okay. Does it just involve having a lot of sex? Is that no? Oh, okay, a lot of sex with yourself. Yeah, self. Yeah. That's solo the sex. sex that I have. So. Yeah, so you're all set. You're yeah, already. Good. I'm already one of those. So <laughs> give me something new. Okay. So even you've just completed that, and what is it like? Months and months of training. And- it's yeah. It. I think altogether, I spent five months or so on it. Mm-hmm. There's like a a beginning pre online course, and then there's the. <laughs> I'm totally like trying to eat I'm this left, yeah, chocolate that's delicious <laughs> away from the mic. It's so good. I'm, I'm PMSing, guys. Don't don't look at me. <laughs> Ugh, I can tell. <laughs> I'm hideous. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra gets all ugly when she's PMSing. <laughs> Oh, she looks cute. She look look cute. at her earrings. She's I was yeah, joking. she likes me. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Back to you, Lara. Yes. Wait, what were we talking about? We we're talking about sexological bodywork training. But yeah, like five months or so of, of work, like pretty intense work of practice and reading and studying and writing and yeah. And the work... Because I, because we caught up recently, and mm-hmm. I was asking you, so what is sexological? Because I know that people will like work inside uh, hands, like as Jai was saying last week, like hands on, hands in, mm-hmm. but like working on like scar tissue and whatnot. But you'd mentioned this piece about arousal that I was surprised about. But like, yeah, what? So what kind of work are you doing now with that? Well, I have a specialty with women, so I'm working actually completely with women right now eventually I'll, I'll probably have men in my practice as well but um because of my specialty around pregnancy and postpartum um i've already been in this network for a while so i'm working a lot with women um women who are postpartum and i also have a specialty in the core the abdomen and the pelvic floor um and this all ties into sexuality um so, yeah, so healing, healing these areas, strengthening these areas and um, the scar tissue piece happens too with women with C-sections and things like that. Um, but then there's the other side of it. That's the healing piece. And mm-hmm. then there's the pleasure and arousal and um, embracing your eroticism, that mm-hmm. piece. So I have a number of women who I'm working with around that who just want to um, embrace their sexuality and be more free in their sexuality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's such important work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are clients that you have? These are right clients now? that I have, yeah. That's so cool. It's really fun. Yeah, I remember, were you saying like one woman to like get her in touch, like you were rolling around on the ground and like getting her to just sort of move like just, yeah, we were being sexy. Like we were just well, like right. sensually. We had some sexy music going, and we were, you know, rolling around, rolling our bodies, and touching our bodies, and just being sexy. And you know, that was a session. Because that can be very scary. Yeah, just be sexy. Yeah, and there was a witnessing. And then we did a witnessing piece, which is a big part of sexological body work. This idea of the witness of being seen in your sexuality by someone. Um, which acts as a mirror. So when someone else sees you in your full eroticism, you you know you are, become more aware of your sexuality and your patterns, and also the places where you get blocked and the places that you can open up and let it go. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. So totally. so there's a piece around um, allowing her to really go into her sensuality, and me just kind of sitting back and witnessing that. Hmm. Interesting. Do you give feedback after? No, it's no. not. It's not about that. It's really about um, coming from a childlike perspective. Like this is oh, this is how this person moves. This is how this person feels sexy. How fascinating. How interesting. So you're really watching, and and it's a soft gaze. You're not like staring at the person, but it's more about holding the container for that person to really um, explore themselves. And again, like have that mirrored reflection that it's like, it's like another, not to sound woo woo, but like uh, a consciousness. Yeah. A consciousness. I hear you a lot today. 
Yeah, well, you know, we we walk that line, you know, mm-hmm. and and um but but the stuff is is real and grounded and and approachable. Um and that's the cool thing about like getting people to experience things in their body and I know we're going to talk about some of the stuff that we've done. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Actually, perfect segue, yeah. Laura. So, Dave. This might sound a little different okay but laura was generous enough because we were we were catching up and she was generous generous enough to because i'm not familiar with this type of work Mm -hmm. and so we actually had a session together oh two two sessions two sessions that's right because we because well the second one was so like crazy intense that the first one is like almost like whatever (laughs) first we okay so i come over to her house and we do a genital mapping session i think i'd mentioned this did i mention genital mapping like a while ago maybe so okay that's right i had mentioned it but i didn't know if it was okay to say your name in relation to this session but like we totally she just like went around i totally was not turned on and she just like put gloves on was all very professional and just like poked and pushed and like oh that's right yeah 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 and i got to just notice sensation so it was wonderful for her to do this but then she was like she upped the ante just like all right next time let's try and build some arousal and so yesterday we had our second session Mm -hmm. and it was arousing i would take it (laughs) it was really intimidating it was intimidating intimidating that's the opposite of arousing well, I moved through it. But the thing is, I mean, you think like, oh, man, my friend's going to like, we're going to, I'm going to get turned on. And then, but then you're like, wait, so you're just, you're not going to be aroused with me. You're just going to be there as this like container person to help me through this experience. So it was really all about me. And that was really intimidating. I'm actually a little confused about what you're talking about (laughs) like what the session is for and what happens in it i don't really understand i think about 40 minutes and i was like what are we what are we supposed to be doing right now and you're just like just exploring sensation through arousal you know i'm like oh okay Mm, arouse (laughs) like mm, try to get aroused um but i mean do you want to explain like what the sort of yeah so well for genital mapping in general um, if your question's about that, I'm not sure, but I think so. Yeah. Okay. So the way that I would use it, um, in teaching a student is, you know, Sandra obviously knows about her own body. She knows all of her parts. So she's kind of an advanced student. Um, Thank but you. it's a, it's a hands-on way to teach people anatomy and to point out their anatomy. And especially for women who may have never looked at their vulva, they may have never touched parts of themselves. They likely don't know the names of their parts. So you're going through and you're, you're touching the parts and you're giving them names. And then there's a piece around exploring sensation and touch. Like, what do you like? Cause a lot of women, if you ask them what they like, they're like, I don't know what I like. Um, so empowering them to find what feels good. Does it feel good when, you know, you touch this part? Oh, this, this doesn't feel good. This doesn't work for you kind sure. of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, like but, I'd mentioned, she'd found something in the like trenches or on the G spot that really hurt. And I was really? really surprised. Yeah. I was surprised at how much. And there I was a rock down there. We found a rock. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and, and like, <laughs> You know, leftover, you know, what, I don't know what. I was just thinking really gross things you could find in someone's vagina. Lunchables. Okay. <laughs> about a whole Lunchable in there. I, I I went tampon, then edible, and I was like, ah. Oh, An edible gross. tampon? Mm, or that. They should make those. Mm. You know? Someone's into that. Someone. I am. <laughs> uh, okay. That makes sense. And so, uh, so do, what are your findings? What were your findings from your, from your um, session? Aside from the rock. A lunchable. Well, Laura was great in that like I just was very honest, like, okay, this is a little strange for me to just like we're here for me. You know, we're not partnering in some sexy escapade, like this is about me. And then it's like, okay, be aroused. And I mean in the way like she she started like you're also like like trained in Thai massage, it turns out. So mm-hmm. so I mean she starts by like just like holding my head and then just sort of like and we when we talk about arousal, because she she like you made clear like we're not talking about 
we're just talking about blood flow, mm-hmm. like making your whole body alive. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it was just like waking up my body. Like we, it was interesting because you you asked me about different types of touch. What were the different types of touch you you asked if it was okay to use? It was like we talked about light touch, like really feathery light touch, um, firmer touch, slapping, um, yeah, compression, so pushing into the muscles. And you were doing kind of like a soft sort of like a knead over my body mm-hmm. and and then kind of when you start working and just sort of like doing like light touches on the genitals I was still like I don't feel alive yet will you just smack me a lot and so she just like tapped like not like in a mean way but just like it was like tapping my whole body I'm like okay yeah tingly I'm there now yeah smacks yeah blood flow do it um was it weird working with a nerdy sex person it w- not weird no i wouldn't uh-huh. label it weird okay um what's interesting is you know working with someone i i'm excited to work with you because you are you intellectualize everything and you're like i want to like i kept telling you to close your eyes cuz i'm like i really want you to feel your body i really want you to stay in this embodied experience and that's what we're working with in somatics is like what are you learning from your body not from your head um, so that's, that's kind of the fun place to play with you is like taking you and and eventually I'm going to take you into full erotic trance, which is, uh, oh be my really God, fun. there's going to be more. <laughs> there's more. That's right. Cause she said like, maybe we'll go into some erotic trance. I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> like, where are we going? But okay, we didn't do that yet. No, we, we started with some breathing and yeah, the, some of the breath work and I, stuff. I, yeah. I kind of failed level three of breathing. Like I kept going back to level two and level one of breathing. <laughs> I guess I'm still confused. I didn't think I was. I don't really understand what the... I mean, forgive me, this is just going to sound... I think it's going to sound judgmental. I don't mean it to. But I don't understand the point, like the Mm -hmm. end game, like Mm -hmm. what you're going for. Mm -hmm. If if, uh, there is nothing and it's just like an enjoyable thing to do, which it seems like... uh, Mm -hmm. Then, uh, fine. Then I'm just kind of a mathematical idiot. But... uh, but it seems like there are like you're going through steps to reach some certain goal, and I don't know what the goal is. So we're kind of describing different tools that we would use as sexual as a sexual se- sexological body worker um, for different things. So people come to me and they have uh, various types of sexual trauma or sexual shame, which. I think all of us have to some degree. This is like oh, one yeah. of the quickest ways. Into, I wear a sexual shame so, parka. Yeah. All day. <laughs> so ha- being in fully in your arousal and being witnessed through that and just having someone um, support you in your arousal and being free in your arousal is like a direct hook up to not only like on a mental level dealing with your shame, but literally starting to rewire how mm-hmm. your neurology um, processes arousal. Okay. Yeah. I see. So there's a, a geeky, like, sciencey um, brain aspect to all of this as well. Okay. And with erotic trance, I was explaining to Sandra yesterday, we are looking at getting you out of your patterns, out of what's comfortable, out of what you're used to doing to learn it might be a new skill. So, you know, um, guys who are dealing with uh, premature ejaculation or uh, women who, you know, we work with a lot of women who've never had orgasms or, you know, are looking to expand orgasm or have different types of orgasm. Um, it's like body therapy. Yeah, it, it's a it's a hands-on way of dealing with various sexual issues these are the tools that we use sure for me i have a lot of arousal blocks especially because i do over intellectualize things in the bedroom so to like take away lots of layers of romance and and a date and like things and just sort of have like okay this is my time i would say within like an hour of like work i probably was fully aroused and in it probably for about 15 seconds wow like i would say like i remember those 15 seconds and and then sort of coming out of it and being like oh this is kind of scary and weird you know but so it was to also just help me expand what I, I know that my body's capable of and and what tools I can use that I can take to the bedroom with someone. 
um, from this experience. So the session was really helpful for me to kind of be like, oh, okay. And then we definitely geeked out on like different hand techniques that, because a lot of t- hand techniques didn't work on me at all. So it's just getting a chance to to extract those moments and sure. learn about your body. Does that make sense? Did, yeah. I, did I speak up for us okay? Yeah. And and so then <laughs> I would also ask you, like, what were your, those distractions about? Like, the distractions, the things that pull you out of the experience are just as key to uh, to understanding your arousal and your sexuality um, as those moments that you're fully in it. Mm-hmm. So we also really look at the distractions and what takes us out of the moment. Well, I prioritize learning over mm-hmm. sensual experience. So for me, it's like, you know, where's the mirror? What What is that hand thing you're doing? Wait, why is when your thumb is in the other place, it feels different. Like we were like geeking out about labia shiatsu, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> no, it's, it doesn't feel the same. Like you're like, yeah. And like, that was a fun time. And, you know, and then I would ask you, does that, does that come up in your intimacy with partners, your learning over the sensual moments? I think with partners, I'm able to get more in the moment eventually, but it probably takes a little more time. And probably overall, in the over arc of my sensual experiences, I probably don't get as aroused as, as I could be. I mean, and I know we're, t- we're talking about this, my experience, because it's also important for everyone to think about their own, you know, mind blocks and their own maybe things that they need to kind of examine and sort of let go of. Um, but I really like there are these tools like the breath, like what to help build arousal. I had a really, okay. It was, what were the breaths that you told me to do? Cause I had a really hard time remembering them and then executing them continuously. Um, so we, we did three different breathing techniques and they're all through the mouth. So when you breathe through your mouth, you're getting into a more primal part of your brain and out of the thinking part of your brain. I was wondering why there's so much mouth breath going Mm -hmm. on. Yeah. And when your mouth is open and relaxed in your breathing, I'm still laughing at them eating chocolate. <laughs> We're both e- Dave and I are both eating chocolate. <laughs> yeah, chocolate. Like, That's good chocolate. <laughs> really good. They look like chipmunks. I'm eating chocolate. <laughs> Masturbating under the table. Um, so yeah, breathing Don't through Don't touch your- my leg. I'll come immediately. <laughs> she touched my leg and then, well, you, you know the rest. <laughs> When your mouth is open and relaxed and your throat is open and relaxed, your pelvic floor, everything, you know, vagina will all be more open and relaxed and more blood flow. And so all of that helps with arousal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's why. So there was the breathing through your nose, out through your mouth. (sighs) There is um, two two Mm -hmm. steps, two inhales and an exhale. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Should we do it? That felt extra weird. I just could. I felt like I was doing Lamas. Why are the two breaths in? I'm like a child. I ask why about everything. I don't know if I have the answer to that. Well, the answer to the breathing patterns in general, again, is to get you out of what you usually do, so you can have a different experience. I can see that. Well, you don't normally breathe that way. Yeah. I do. You do? So. <laughs> so if I were just messing around normally, if I just threw it in like a couple like, you know, breathing like normal and anyway, ah, like that, just doing a couple of those might help my body sort of jump into higher gear or um, rework itself into a different. You know. Yeah. The more you breathe, the more you feel. That's. A scientific fact like the more you breathe the more oxygen the more alive your body's going oh, yeah, to feel yeah that makes perfect sense yeah yeah you need that o2 <sighs> shit son <laughs> <laughs> okay so breath is an important thing now movement that was interesting because you were all like do whatever you want like you know if you feel like moving move and but you're you feel like because you're on this massage table you have to kind of just lie there yeah, but but then I'd be like, you know, okay, I'll stretch, and then I was kind of like cat stretching to try and like be in the movement. But I don't know. I felt weird trying to move, even though you'd given me permission. Mm-hmm. But yeah, did I do okay? 
Did I do enough movement? Should well, I have done more movement? It's not about pleasing the teacher, you know? Mm. <laughs> but I want a good grade. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, again, the idea is like getting out of what you're used to and, um, you know, a massage table or, you know, if you're at a doctor on a table or this this kind of equipment that we're on, we're used to being passive mm-hmm. and having things happen to us. So, um, and I think especially for women and around sexuality, for them to be active in the experience and mm-hmm. not feeling like, oh, this is something that's happening to me. Like, oh, right, the passive thing that was yeah, really interesting. Yeah. Um, and also you can go, you know, kind of check out of your body. If you're not moving, it's easier to check out. So having a little bit of movement just keeps you aware of what's happening in your body. So people who lose focus, they can start thinking about what they have to do tomorrow or later Mm -hmm. on, whatever that is a killjoy for arousal, but also is a sign that maybe they should be more actively involved. Yeah. You know, breathing through the mouth can, doing some deep breathing through the mouth can help with that. And uh, changing your your pattern, you know, like sex gets boring in long-term relationships because we get into patterns and Mm -hmm. we do the same thing over and over again. And we also do, you know, the same thing with uh, masturbation. We'll do the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. And so we just get kind of stuck in patterns and our capacity for pleasure and arousal will kind of um, plateau at some point Mm -hmm. with those patterns. Is there any kind of particular movements you would recommend for people that just want to kind of start playing with that? Um, Well, it's more, I'm thinking more of like if you're in a specific giver and receiver role. So if you're receiving like oral sex or hand sex or massage, um, and you're passive, just kind of wiggling your fingers and toes or wiggling your hips, like pelvic mm-hmm. movements are really mm-hmm. helpful because, you know, that's where your sexual energy builds and moves. <laughs> okay. So Can't it's really, well. it's really <laughs> simple, you know, really simple. And it also, also just noticing what your body wants to do. Like when you wake up in the morning um, and you naturally want to stretch, mm-hmm. you know, and move in certain ways, that impulse is with you at other times. It's just paying attention to it. Like mm-hmm. it'll show up on the massage table. It'll show up, uh, when you're receiving oral sex mm-hmm. and, um, yeah. So honoring that moving into it. I like the idea of stretching a little bit when someone's giving me a massage. Mm-hmm. I'm always just so just have to lie there. Mm-hmm. Feels very, have you ever, have you ever had a professional massage, Dave? No. Somebody once get somebody get oh Dave a professional God. massage. Yeah, I haven't done pretty much all the things that we talk about. <laughs> I don't know why. Mm. Yeah, we should do an episode about that. <laughs> Let's explore. What's Dave's. wrong with Dave? <laughs> well, it could be a whole podcast. Well, I, actually, I mean, giving yourself permission and finding someone game. I don't know anyone who's game. Yeah, for I don't. anything uh-huh. <laughs> at all. Uh, no, I've never had a, uh, <laughs> Sandra's looking over his shoulder. There is a poster of Matt Myra, Chris Hardwick, and Jonah Ray on the wall. Maybe I'll call maybe, them. Maybe one of those guys. Maybe yeah. they'll be down. See what Matt's up to on Sunday after the open mic. Hot. Yeah. Hey, Matt, I need a massage. Also, put your finger in my mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah, after that sacrum massage that Jaya, Laura and Jaya know each other. So Jaya, sure. like, got Dave up on the table and was like, Gripping his like booty and like getting sort of like uh, yeah 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 cupping so. the taint I would say and then the yeah the well. fingers would go other because I was, I was yeah. challenging on whether or not that you could even get up but whatever that's that was hand sex now we're at arousal anyway what's her phone number <laughs> <laughs> quick Laura Have do I something not to his that yet I should have asked that while she was here <laughs> um. Oh, you know what was really interesting? Um, Laura, you said something about... Because a lot of people, they, their their arousal stops at a certain point. Like, I think that I may have all enjoyed all the arousal that my body is capable of. But then I could have an experience next week where I start doing deep breaths and start kind of moving more and becoming changing my patterns. And suddenly, and maybe it's also like some sexy mu- music playing, whatever it is. And 
I might have an experience that blows everything out of the water. Mm-hmm. And a lot of time, like people on dates with a new person, they have this crazy, amazing sex and they're like, ah, oh, and then they have it again. And it's not quite the same. And I think that arousal plays a lot with how wonderful a sex experience is. So I guess my question to you is, is what do people need to access those arousal levels beyond what they've already experienced? And because I know you said something about being uncomfortable. There's a lot there in oh, what yeah. you just said. Oh. Um, so one is there's no limit to the amount of pleasure we can have, which, you know, most people there, we have a pleasure cap. Literally, we have to learn to tolerate greater amounts of pleasure. We will shut it off because it's too intense. Um so, but do you mean like playing with a nipple like really crazy and like that's too many that's too much sensation go away like that? Um no. I mean overall just the levels of pleasure that you can have. Mm-hmm. The the amount that you can feel, the intensity of orgasm um that can all I believe can keep increasing inevitably. Um I say that's probably true in life. Yeah. I find myself like in times where I'm extremely happy. I find myself almost panicking mm-hmm. because it doesn't seem mm-hmm. acceptable to my brain and body that I'm that happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we're trained, especially, you know, it always goes back to the Puritans for me. But, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's our, that's where we're coming from. Were you from. raised Puritan? <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have been. If you grew up in this country, there's... there's a, well, not... Puritan, but yeah, yeah. Right. There's <laughs> remnants of that that Tons, have yeah. not disappeared yet. Oh, absolutely. In this country, we mean USA. Sorry, hi Australia, yeah, and the UK and Indonesia or wherever you are. Sup, Germany, Zimbabwe. <laughs> Got a lot, we have a big Zimbabwe. <laughs> There's a couple yeah. people down there. Sure, sure there are. Um, um, okay, so yeah, how do we get up to access those areas? We don't even know. It's like someone who's pre-orgasmic that's never even experienced orgasm. We don't even know what it means to go there. And you had said, like, there's something about being uncomfortable mm-hmm. in those zones. So what, mm-hmm. tell me more about well, that. Well, okay, so when we learn something, when we're really learning something new, um, we learn best when we're actually, our edges are pushed, when it, we get in an un- uncomfortable situation, like things that are like, really easy all the time and this you know there's science to back all of this up um when something's really easy you don't learn it you don't integrate it on the same level Mm -hmm. as if there was uh, a little bit of challenge along with your learning um so to step out of our comfort zone to step out of the pattern you know we have with our partner where we make up or make out, we go down on each other, and mm-hmm. then we have sex in like two positions. Um, to get out of that, we have to try something new, and and that might be uncomfortable. But in those places where uh, we're uncomfortable, there's a lot of juice and and ability to grow and experience greater depths of pleasure. But it's scary, you know. It can be scary to step out and do something new, like the you know the practice that we did yesterday. Very uncomfortable for me. Yeah. Exceedingly uncomfortable, actually. Like, okay, this is the part where I just get naked. Yay. Okay. <laughs> and I have to be aroused. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Would you explain that a little better? I don't know what it, you mean just, by that. Like, you know, your friend comes over, says that she's a professional, and you said, okay, um, disrobe. Okay, so now I'm just naked, and now it's time to get turned on. You know, it's like a very kind of medical, but like, but... But sure. you just have to trust that you're in good hands. You're with somebody that knows. Sure. Yeah, that does that sound difficult to get turned on. And that's happy to. I did. Was there no. I did do was a there lot no of foreplay, Laura? Ex- because. <laughs> she sounds like rape. <laughs> she had quite a bit of foreplay. And I did thoroughly explain everything that we were yes. going to do first. Well, there was just like. <laughs> uh, there was like a good panic moment. This is a vagina. Is that where you started? Yeah, I mean, but, but then you started like just. It's like when you're freaking out, like on a date, like oh god, we, we might kiss, oh, we might make out, you know, and you're kind of freaking out before. No one does that. Yeah. And so, and then of course, all, like, all she's doing is like, cup, like you know, cupping my head, and then like gripping my heels, and just sort of kind of grounding me in my body. And I loved when you like just took my my feet and just sort of like shook them a little bit. 
and kind of just moved my legs. And I was like, oh, yeah, like my legs, those don't usually get involved a whole lot. And so it really just helped me feel my body from like the head to my feet. Mm-hmm. And so so it's sort of like it, it did become a little bit of a slow foreplay warming up the body thing. But there was definitely like, like oh, God, what's going to happen? Oh, God, I hope I do good. Um, Interesting. I like I just don't. And when I say good, I mean well, because I like using the proper adverbs. Oh, God. That situation actually sounds almost terrifying to me, because I don't know if I can... There's, like, so much emotion in arousal for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it would see, It seems so difficult to to be... This is why I've been, I, I've been sort of prodding you about sex labbing, because uh-huh. I don't get it. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me to be, <laughs> to be able... Like, my brain can't process the idea... Of being aroused and there being no emotion in it, you know oh, what I mean. There's still emotion, but I mean, like right. But I mean, you. You're talking b- about. Are you talking about partner engagement? Like, so having like this con- yeah. strong connection with someone sure, else. Sure, not even necessarily strong, or not even necessarily that enduring, but you know that it's there. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like something having the, the the purpose of to learn, it would see, it would just be so hard for me to get aroused. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you'd be with someone that there is a. A trust and connection and, and a sure. communication with, and then you're agreeing to step into um, that. That's part that you might go into sex lab zones. Right. Okay. It's not just like some. No, no, no. I realize that, but like what what you were doing, it just seems it seems like it would have been very difficult to explore arousal if you are. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you guys are engaged romantically. I don't. It, I don't think so. It doesn't seem from the way you're talking about it. No, it we're buds. We just clinical. fist bound, fist bound, Lauren. Yeah, Woo, totally. Yeah, blow it up. Um, well, and you said that it, you said that it was hard. Uh, so I guess how did you well, start segueing into the the like studying arousal part of this? I want to be clear that there was no attachment to arousal. There was not like you get aroused now. <laughs> that was not my message. Well, that's that was my anti arousal. Yeah, right, yeah. right. So it was like we're just going to explore what happens. It's more like permissioning arousal. So giving people permission, like you've never had. A professional massage but if you've had a professional massage they touch all your whole body everywhere except like the genitals and pro- usually not your butt like that's covered up sure um there's this whole like you know well what is that you know symbolize that covering up of the genitals and the ass you know like oh that's not allowed to be touched arousal's not okay but if someone's touching you all over your body there might be very likely you'll feel a little bit aroused but that's not okay, you know? Right, I and see. And so in a sexological bodywork session, we say, if you get aroused, that's okay. Sure. And you can be fully in your arousal, and I'm clear about my role. I'm not going to engage. I'm wearing my gloves. I'm not, you know, you could ask me to fuck you. I'm not going to do it, you know? Right. And this is about your arousal experience. Um, so... And with the breathing and the movement, so as you kind of get in your body um, and really feel your body, the arousal, I think, just starts to happen. Sure, your brain has a lot to do with arousal as well, um, but we're kind of getting out of, like, the thinking part of of all of it. Right. Man, that seems like it would be so difficult to navigate, or at least difficult for me to navigate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just knowing I'm being aroused by someone who... Their role is not one of like and not being a sexual like expressly not being a sexual partner with mm-hmm. me. God, mm-hmm. it would be so hard. Mm-hmm. Like it would seem like it's cool to learn. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I love to learn, but uh, but having like there it not going anywhere. It's just like creating sexual energy that would not go anywhere. It would see feels like that would seem yeah. so difficult. Well, it does go somewhere, you know, and. It, and so part of, you know, part of what we do is set intention. So we have an intention for like, well, where is this going? What do we want to learn from this experience? Sure. Um, so that's a piece. And, you know, you, your sexual energy will go somewhere, but it'll be for you, right. not for this other person, which is where it gets really potent, I think. Right. Yeah, I just feel like I would just like at a certain point just duck under the table and jerk off. Like I would just have to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is the reason that I, I think about like I don't go to strip clubs for this reason. I just I just like ah I gotta, I gotta go. This is too much. Um, 
I don't know. I'm I mean, almost maybe jealous I'm, of that I'm, level I'm, of arousal, like that you can get that. Well, that's like the I, urge I'm, to like penetrate and like hump something. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm talking about. It's mm-hmm. like an animalistic thing that, yeah. like, at a certain point, is like almost impossible to control mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes me sound like a horrible, horrible, no. violent animal. But no. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> I mean, when I'm in that zone, it's like must kill yeah. something with uh, my thrusting uh, motions. Bah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's oh, intense. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when I feel very. In my mind, I feel like I'm in a very masculine part of my sexuality when I'm like, I'm like, must orgasm, must have it now, and mm-hmm. like, yeah, I get it. I I go there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and maybe yeah. it was just where I was in my cycle too, because I wasn't necessarily like anywhere near ovulating, mm-hmm. you know. And I was just kind of like, all right, let's do this. And we were also so you know part of we were also like sex geeking. We were you know oh the sex geeking was so much fun. Yeah, so there was that piece of it too, and and that's a little bit different. Like working with Sandra, who has such awareness of her body and knows the names of everything, and know, sure. you know so. There is that exploration as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. This is when I do the hands up sign. I was like, okay. So just segueing into just a little bit of geekiness for a minute. So Laura is the person that I was sort of nerding out with the um, AFE, AFU, anterior fornix mm-hmm. erogenous zone. Um, that's where the G spot is, but just further in. Mm-hmm. And it was fun because like... Because we did internal exploration, and then you know, we kind of figured out what kind of G-spot stimulation was actually kind of awesome. <laughs> Dave's eating more chocolate. I'm jealous. As I'm talking, I can't eat more. Keep, keep talking. And then we were kind of like winding down. I was like, can we, can we go deeper? Can we just go to this place? Right? And you did it before, but because my body had more blood flow. Because like, when we're defining arousal, like you just define it as like just more blood flow energy. Um Wait, would energy, would more blood flow, like going for a jog, would that be a way to like get your body? Oh, yeah. yeah. Exercise is amazing for yeah. arousal. And I encourage people to stretch, you know, do yoga, to move. To There's a shaking exercise that I teach people, just shaking out your body. Mm-hmm. And that gets your blood Wiggle. flowing. Mm-hmm. I should just do jumping jacks with a partner before yeah. I hop in bed. Yeah. Mm. It's awesome for increasing arousal. Jumping jacks. Okay, so you should say it like that. Jumping jacks. The whole time. Jumping jacks. Jumping Jumping jacks. Jumping jacks. And so you were in there, and it was neat, and it's so nice to be with someone who can totally just like flow with this. But you're you're in, and I'm actually experiencing some really nice sensation deeper in you know, on the, the upper vaginal wall. And I'm like, oh my God, there's actually like, that feels really good in a different kind of way. And then I could ask you to bring your finger down and be like, okay, where are you in relation to the cervix? Because when you're in vaginally, like the cervix is sort of dead center, like that bulb that you feel. And then you can kind of go up toward the belly button or you can go like back toward the tailbone. And so she's like up in that space. And I'm like, like, but then I don't quite know where she is in relation. So she can be like, oh, if I bring it down, I totally hit the side of your, your cervix. And so I can kind of imagining the anatomy charts that I've stared at at Planned Parenthood in my head kind of know exactly where she is. And so lining up and having geographical reference points when you're in these zones, like if you're playing with someone's prostate or sure. or whatever, you just be able to reference these. It was nice. It was like having, like, oh, meet me over near the food trucks. Like you just have a reference point. <laughs> to, uh, I mean, that was, I go to concerts. I'm just going to say to our listeners, don't use that. <laughs> don't use that one. Literally, I was at a concert. If you want to have sex on a food truck, I'd say do it. It seems fun. I'm not against Climb it. a food truck? Oh, man. Hell yeah. But you keep talking about how you weren't that aroused. And if I remember a moment, <laughs> well, and you're on your hands and knees. Yeah, yeah. I flipped and over. Like, yeah. 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 No, no, no. That was the good 15 uh, seconds. Now that, I'm around. Remember that 15 <laughs> seconds of just like, we no, because you we got there. Like, I don't know what happened, but like somehow we got there. And to it was the food like this, truck? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the... Sorry. Grilled cheese. Ordered the tacos. <laughs> <laughs> we ate the tacos. This is a weird metaphor that I was literally talking about. Like we when you poured milk out or something. I was paralleling to other parts of my life. Like we drank a squirt. Sorry. Um. Sometimes I just say stuff. But over yes, and over that again. was like where I was able to just get into my body and get turned on. And you were doing and there was just inside stuff going on. I think you were G spotting and outside stuff going on. I think there was just some like basic circular, you know, like 
plate. Like you were spinning my plates, and it was just so like, oh my god. <laughs> You know, yeah, like, man, I get it. Spinning, spinning the plates. plates. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta like spin the, the plates. Hell like in yeah. the circus. Sometimes you gotta jump through the hoop. You know. But then sometimes fi- you gotta ride a have a bear ride a bicycle. <laughs> Fifteen <laughs> seconds in, it's like I could feel the arousal go down, and just because if you sometimes if you do the exact same thing for too long, it just it becomes less hot. Mm-hmm. So I could feel that kind of go away. Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, don't don't go away. So was that like me pleasure capping? Was I like anti experiencing the pleasure? It could have been, yeah, it could have been you pleasure capping. It could have been you getting in your head, you mm-hmm. know, like, oh, is this okay that I'm doing this with this person in this situation? And you start like third, third personing yourself. Yeah. Start, I, I think I'm moving on that. This is so interesting. I just. No, this is fascinating. Yeah. I just came. But it's fascinating. You come so much during our I podcast. I constantly am coming. So much. Dave constantly coming. Ross. Hi. Oh nice to meet God. you. And this is my first time at the PTA. <laughs> so, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Okay. Bring it on. So just from the beginning part where you were like, you know, this is nervous or I'm nervous. This is weird kind of thing. And then like in reflection, like after the experience, what did you learn? What did you know? What did you take home from that? Oh, man. Question for me. You're not allowed to ask questions. I'm the boss. <laughs> No, um, uh, God, it's so interesting. Well, for me, it was nice to spend time with no goals and I'd sort of forget like, why are we here? What are we doing? Oh, right. We're just playing with arousal and sensation and just exploring what, what is possible. And so after the experience, I went to book of Mormon with a bunch of friends and I could just feel this like life energy like I felt very like there was like a horniness to it but it was also like I felt very alive and I felt more alive in my genital region too mm-hmm. and it wasn't necessarily anything I had to really do with anyone but it would just felt really good so I think in terms of body knowledge it's like it's one thing that you can't really know until you experience yourself but to just sit with that kind of um, vibrancy was was really great yeah um, and we can be in that all the time yeah huh yeah yeah, you can be feeling a little sexy all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't done any anything since then, so I'm still up in my like energy zone. So mm-hmm. I'm like still feeling kind of vibrant. Oh, what? I'm, I'm flapping my wings. I don't know what's going on. Hey, flap your wings. Girl. Yeah. Um. So what did I learn? Um. Well, I think it was it was a good step in terms of giving permission and. And not fantasizing, not going to like necessarily a fantasy place to help further arousal on, but just really be present in the body. And so just through trust and techniques and breathing, getting really hot instead of uh, relying on whatever it is that you need to get really turned on. Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I guess it would be, you know, maybe some sexy uh, layering over of uh, some role play or, you know, fantasy, maybe, you know. So thank you for asking that. Mm-hmm. That was a good question. Was it a good answer? Yeah. I want approval. <laughs> you, always, you always want an A, huh? Yeah. A yeah. plus. I want, you know. If I just say A plus every 10 minutes on the <laughs> podcast, how much do you think your your general sense of well-being would be raised? A couple points. A plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, Man. Yeah. I mean, but only if it were a place where... You know, plus. like if you had been there, I'm going to use notes. this like anytime, like say you get mad at me, just be like A plus ah, yeah. <laughs> friends, <laughs> friends again. Okay. So uh, we have a little bit more time. I wanted to ask, cause you had mentioned uh, different pathways to arousal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was sorry. I was, this was before we started recording and I was like, okay, um, I want to know about this whole different pathway situation. Because maybe we talked about breath and movement and getting aroused. And, I, and, I, and it feels a little linear. Like, okay, step one, breathe. Step two, move. Step three, eye gaze. Step four, have crazy orgasms. But what are these different pathways? Well, though, you know, those are them. Breathe, breath and full body awakening. You, you will have more pleasure and more sensation and bigger better orgasms if you include more of your body or all of your body. So we get really genitally focused. And um, as you experienced yesterday, like when you bring the whole body into it, it creates aliveness in the whole body. So Mm -hmm. this is a way to expand pleasure. And that means like 
touching the whole body and, you know, touching the genitals and then touching the body, like mixing it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. And movement, you know, before sex, like, especially, um, this is something for people who have like trouble getting it going, like getting in the mood. I recommend like they get in their own bodies. Um, you know, they do a little bit of movement. I have a video on my YouTube channel, like, um, spinal movements to get your sexual energy going really simple like stuff. Like yep. things like belly yeah. dance type. They're really simple, um, but that will start to awaken your body and get your sexy mojo going. It's you like know, the, the cabbage patch. <laughs> is like what is that called? What are, I don't know how to describe what Sandra's doing right now. It's, she has like her fists together. Well, and she's I'm doing the Shakira like chest circles, right? With right, but you're doing like a like yeah, a this is the like um, a fresh cabbage Prince of patch Bel-Air dance. Yeah, a little bit. No, get that's it, more of like get a... Get it, get it. Yeah. With that voice. Um, I'm very sexy, by the way. <laughs> get it, get it, get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's your name? Hey, what's your number? <laughs> <laughs> Please hit on someone like that. <coughs> I'll do it right now. <laughs> Yo, Katie, what's up? <laughs> what's up, Katie? What's your number? He's so deep. Um, is there I'm anything... Real deep. It's so deep. Yo, I, ask your question. <laughs> I was, could I? Do you think that I could hold the co-hosting the show like that for an entire episode, and we won't reference it at all? Just like the sassy, shitty uh, nasal guy. Well, like, hey, hey, sex nerds, uh, Sandra here. Hey, Dave. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> just that's just how we open. Yeah, man, let's do it. Right, we could. Keep going. Hurry up, best. Um, I wanted to go back to something you said before when you were talking about like when you have these like, um, you know, the best sex of your life, you can think of these moments. um, I call them like erotic peaks or something where Mm -hmm. a lot of us can pinpoint a few times in our life where we had like this super sexy experience or this really hot experience. And those experiences are really useful to kind of deconstruct and find out what your turn-ons were in those experiences. Mm -hmm. So, and oftentimes there's a naughtiness factor or Mm -hmm. there's something that we think is taboo. Mm -hmm. And so that's why it it doesn't come up that often. Um, And, you know, that's why sometimes affairs and and these secret things can be really hot because Mm -hmm. there's a taboo element. Totally. Mm -hmm. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Like, if I'm... Like with a, a male partner, and it's kind of like, oh, this is sort of a pattern. I'll just be like, are you sure your wife won't find out? You know, like immediately everything's hotter. Yeah, just immediately everything's hotter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No one's ever said that to me. Really? Well, now they have. <laughs> <laughs> are you sure your wife won't find out? Are you sure your wife won't find out? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, my wife. Yeah, and in lines of permissioning, like permissioning people to go to those places, you know, like to bring the fantasy into the bedroom and that taboo naughtiness and, mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's hot. She's the permission. How would you her. recommend getting to that type of like a comfortable place? Mm. I mean, I know it's all layers, mm-hmm. you know. Um, do you have like an example like of... Something. Well, what we were just talking about. We were talking about like, like a, role play and fantasy. Well, whatever someone's naughty place might be, mm-hmm. like something that's taboo mm-hmm. that doesn't come up much that they want. Yeah. I think, you know, if, if it involves a partner, it might, it, it's probably useful to talk about it, to not like just bring it up in the moment because if it's something that might shock your partner, you know, it may or may not shock your partner and backfire I in the moment. I think someone else, who were we talking to that was saying the same a similar it's, thing? It's a common thing. Don't yeah. talk about it the next day. Don't negotiate it during sex. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, but yeah, so, so let them know, Hey, I'd like to like act out this thing and it's just a fantasy and, um, you know, and it can be so hot. You know, Esther Perel's meeting in, in captivity. Have you read Woo-woo. that? Yeah. Heck yeah. She talks about like the, um, the 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 third the idea of the third person and this third person can be someone that you're engaging with outside of your relationship or s- like this fantasy person you bring into your relationship that mm-hmm. 
all of a sudden it's hotter because you're like, oh, now Susie's here with us. And mm-hmm. She's watching you, you know? <laughs> sure, yeah. Oh, that's a really good idea. I've never busted that one out. Yeah. Just like the person. So, so, you know, it can be, it's scary and vulnerable to talk about the things that turn us on. And at some point, you know, you just have to take that leap and hope your partner is sex positive and and compassionate and know that if your partner reacts to whatever your fantasy is that it's not necessarily about you that it might trigger their own shame or something that mm-hmm. you know makes them uncomfortable sure Laura is there any uh, last bit of advice or like the one thing that you're like remember kids don't smoke crack or like something like that. Well, definitely don't smoke crack. <laughs> That's a good I would one. say don't do that. <laughs> don't do heroin either. Wait, anything uh, particular? I would have yeah. loved it if that's what you said. Laura, is there anything you want to say last? <laughs> yeah, don't smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> um, play with yourself. Like explore your your arousal on your own and explore some of this stuff like explore breath, explore movement, explore um, sensation, sensory mm-hmm. play. So just bringing in different types of sensation mm-hmm. is another thing like, um, you know, feathers or, you know, floggers or whatever mm-hmm. your thing might be to explore different types of sensation and really awaken your body. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awaken it. The whole body. Yeah. And for me, you know what I learned? I forget to do my kegels. And then when we were trying to work on my arousal, she was like, like, I think like within the same minute I remembered like, oh, I'm not squeezing my PC muscles. Maybe that will help. And you said it. And then we really like got into it mm-hmm. and it was really helpful. That does help. Yeah. You can play with yourself that way mm-hmm. by squeezing your that, PC muscles. That took muscles. it up a notch yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. That totally did. <sighs> Laura, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for doing the show. I appreciate that so much. Um, can you tell everybody oh, how they can find mm-hmm. you if they want to do a session with you? I know you're based out of uh, Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just all that info. LaraCatone.com, L-A-R-A-C-A-T-O-N-E. And um, I'm doing a women's retreat mm-hmm. next April, um, Sacred and Sensual in Hawaii. It's, yeah, it's a, a yoga-based retreat, and we're going to also have workshops around sexuality and exploring all these things that I talked about, breath and movement. Um, and we're going to be in Hawaii. I'm mm-hmm. co-teaching with a lovely woman, Nyana Bray. Mm-hmm. So that's on my website, and uh, registration is open. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I've never been to Hawaii. Come. No. <laughs> come and come. Come and come. Um, yeah, I haven't been there since I was born there. You were born in Hawaii? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't what? know that. Really? Yeah. I was born in Hawaii, lived there for three months, and then haven't been back. Yeah. You had an amazing tan at a two-month-year-old. Yeah. 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 Had a lot of good sex. <laughs> Slept after three months. Mm-hmm. Maybe like you were three-month-old and you left. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um... Info, info, Dave. Anything you want to leave the listeners with? Dave to the Ross.com. All right. Go there. And I'm sexnerdsandra.com. And tweets and stuff. Sexnerdsandra. It's pretty, it's pretty basic. Yeah. You know. Sexnerdsandra.com. Mm-hmm. At sexnerdsandra on Twitter. Uh-huh. Sexnerdsandra at gmail.com. Uh-huh. Right. Amazon wish list. What? Damn. No one's gotten me that skillet yet. Well. Really someone just did. Now that you said that, someone did now. Now someone did. No, it's like, it's, I mean, I don't know. It's really exciting. Like the textbooks. Oh my God. I, I asked for textbooks and people gave them to me. I'm not even in school yet. Oh. <laughs> I'm Are like, you going to school? I'm applying for graduate school. Oh. Yeah. Where, where's your, where's your top? Where do you want to go? What's Ooh, the top of you the know, list? I'm not sure yet really. It's just, I've now come to the conclusion that I really want to do a marriage and family therapy licensing. You okay. know, although I do have some PhDs being like, PhD, Sandra, get it, get it. And I'm like, oh, but I don't know. What did that mean? What you just said? Schools are saying you should come get it? Or no, no, like friends. Like my fr- B- oh, friends who are. someone with a PhD. Right. Because oh, okay. like everyone, you know, social workers are going to say, be a social worker. Uh, MFDs are going to say, be an MFT. My PhD right. friends are like, you should be. Get a PhD. Know? I'm yeah. like, guys. 
get all of it. Just do all of it. I really want to get my PhD. Yeah? Yeah. In what? Something related to sex. It's just sexy having a PhD, too. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. So hot. Yeah. Be a doctor. Yeah. You know, but I want like a bona fide, APA certified, psychological, clinical, mm, PhD. You know, but you know, maybe by the time I'm 40, like I'll get all that stuff. First things first. Mm-hmm. Therapy license. You know. Totally. Anyway, so that's. Laura, thank you so much. Thank Yo, you, Dave. Thank you. And hey, if you want to do a sexological bodywork session, I'm offering you one. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. I will <laughs> probably take you up on that. All right. That will like really, really test uh, comfort levels for me. So mm-hmm. it's probably a the perfect reason to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um, great. Uh, go team fun. Yeah. Go team fun. Yeah. yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com.